What is going on? It is me, Road Rage Randy, and we are back for yet another episode. We are on episode 9, episode 9 today. I really feel like within these first 10 episodes here, I am really learning and uh, getting a feel for the podcast. I am currently in the parking lot of the grocery store. I just poured my water into my water bottle, my Camelback, because we are off that artificial sweetener stuff, and I just bought three Lara bars. At this point, they might as well be a sponsor. We're going to go ahead get the car started. Today, I bought two apple pie and then a new flavor, the coconut cream, so we can go ahead and uh, give the coconut cream one a try. It, it Now, this one looks a little different. The whole point of these are they're made with very few ingredients. This one has five ingredients. It has dates. I believe that's how they um, put everything together. Um, I was reading up online. I guess dates are very... Um, they have a very sweet taste, so they have sugar in them. So this this whole bar has, let's see, 20 grams of sugar, but it doesn't have any added sugar. And I guess dates have a very low glycemic level, which means, I believe it means it doesn't spike your insulin, which is um, the reason that people have a hard time getting off sugar because they're used to the insulin spike. Um, so it has dates, unsweetened coconut, almonds, cashew, and extra virgin coconut oil. I don't know what that means or if it's good for you, but we're going to go ahead and give this a bite. Mm, uh, not, not bad. So, actually, this is just bringing, ringing a bell here. Oh, there's a guy running through the parking lot here. We're going to cut him off. Looks like he's playing Pokemon Go. That game died a couple years ago, bud. Ah, my window's up. He didn't hear me. <laughs> um, when that ga- actually funny, I bring that up. When that when that game first came out, I was very into my drone flying, and I, I was used to having an open field, right? And then next thing I know, people are just idiots walking in the middle of the field. My drone's going forty miles an hour, five feet off the ground, and they're more concerned about the Pokemans. I personally never got into it. I, I hear some people still play it. Um, some of my coworkers do at least. I, none of my friends, like my uh, outside of the work world friends play, I believe. Uh, but I never got into it. Not really much of a mobile gamer. Play some RuneScape. That's uh, about all I'll get to on mobile. Yeah, believe it or not, RuneScape, that game you used to play in middle school, yeah, it's available on mobile now. Go ahead and get addicted. Look up 2007 old school. I absolutely love it. If we have a viewer base who absolutely loves RuneScape, we'll go ahead and get a uh, talk going on that. I could talk for hours about how bad I am at that game. <laughs> But as I was saying, before we got to this whole Pokemon Go thing, 
Uh, th this Lara bar here, dude, at this rate, I'm going to be very early for work. I need to, like, go for a walk in the park beforehand. Ooh, I love train graffiti. Um, we're along, along one of the rail lines here. It says, sick of love. Looks very beautiful, though. Something about that kind of graffiti just... It looks great, in my opinion. I used to leave and go sit down by the train tracks if I was early. If I, was, if I left a little early, like I had to get gas. And I, I'm terrible at timing. I, I will leave a half hour early to the time I'm supposed to leave. So say I, I'm, I need to... It takes half hour to get there. I leave an hour beforehand just in case of traffic so then I have a 30 minute leeway which I've never needed and then I'll leave a half hour early to that one hour so I end up being early so I'll sit by the train track sometimes and just watch the graffiti go by man maybe I'll finally get to what I was saying in the parking lot before we saw that kid playing Pokemon Go the, the dates that are in these uh, this Lara bar here that's what I didn't know. I, I bought some dried fruit one time. It was dried mixed fruit. I didn't know what these this one specific fruit was. I think it was dates because I tasted in this. Still not a not a real big fan of dates. I suppose I've never had an undried date though. Heck, I've never had a real date with a girl. Uh, that that is a lie. Actually, I had um. 2014 I went on a double date didn't go well well it went well at the time but the whole situation didn't end well not uh, not one to be good with the ladies uh, hence you guys you guys saw my uh, my tinder game I, I had uh, give a story from the tinder world Oh, cool, there's some flamingos on the side of the road. Someone's got a whole plastic flamingo collection on the side of the highway. I love it. That is awesome. But, yeah, in a previous episode, I had shared one of my Tinder experiences, and it's about the only experience I had. Yeah, it's just uh, the dating world. It's not good for me. I'm, just, I'm shy around people that I don't really know, which is actually something I've been fixing and I started, I'll go over with how I started to open up to people and stop giving a fuck about what people think. I think that was the main thing on why I never talked to people I didn't know. I just, I felt people would judge me and not like me, but then once people get to know me and then I start acting like a buffoon, then everything's good. But I think it was a confidence thing. And I'll tell you how I increased my confidence. Used to be someone who would stare at the ground, not say hi to people. So that's how something kind of started, you know. Just someone passing by, I'd say hi. You know, if I was on the trail, make eye contact, say hi. If I'm out in line skating, say hi to the bikers. I mean, because that's someone you're going to see for, you know, two seconds. You're never going to see them again. But it kind of helps you get a little more comfortable with speaking to random people. But what really did it for me was a book I read. Now, I found out about this book from, from none other than Joe Rogan. 
Yeah, I talk about Joe Rogan a lot. He's a um, big inspiration to me. I, I like what he does, and I like his mindset. Seems like an overall good person, and he's got lots of information, which I absolutely am envious of. I wish I had the kind of knowledge he had on a lot of things, and hopefully when I'm I'm his age, I will have the life experience to the point where I have experienced um, enough experience. Uh, That whole sentence right there is just a fuck up. Hopefully I have had enough uh, experience through life that I will have as much wisdom as that man produces on his podcast. He's a very good conversationalist. But the book that he had brought up, which actually, when Joe brings things up, I look into, I actually look into stuff. He brought up a movie, Roar, 1981. It's about real, it's a, it's the most dangerous movie ever made. It's about lions and tigers and cheetahs and how... Uh, this guy that lived with them, and they filmed with real ones, which is super sketchy. Those things could kill you at any second. As Joe would put it, those things would fuck you up. But he had, I I can't remember who he was talking with, but he brought up this book. I should have totally looked into this before I uh, brought it up because I forget who it's even by. Alright, we're at the spot where the cop usually is. We'll see if the cop's around. He's not out checking speeds today. Sorry, I'm going the speed limit anyways. The book is called How to Win Friends and Influence Others, I believe. How to, yeah, I believe it's called How to Win Friends and Influence Others. And I believe, I've read, so I've read two books. One was like a 92 tips and tricks to starting conversations or something. And both those books, I listened to the audio book for just because I like audio. I, I can't listen to audio if it's a book and not follow along. So I certainly was reading in my head while I listened to the audio and that Helps me comprehend what was said. Now, it's been quite a bit since I have read that, so some of the points are out of my mind. But a lot from that book I try to incorporate into my life. I had reached out to some... I I tweeted about the book before, and one of my friends from high school actually reached out to me and asked what book it was. So I gave him the link, and he said it's been helping him as well. So it's a, it, it, the book is very powerful. There's lots of things in it that if you're conscious of, it certainly helps increase your confidence. You know, be that, you know, trying to make friends with a coworker, or you're trying to um, meet meet a woman, I should say. That book has a lot of power in it. As well as that, I forget I forget the exact um, name of it. It's like 92 Keys to Starting a Conversation or something. Very helpful tips, though. 
Um, if you consciously think about the things it says, you come across as a very confident person. And people, people react to positive people. Um, this, the, the book kind of fits into a whole... Oh, we got a red light. Um, the, the book kind of fits into a social engineering aspect. You're getting people like you. If you don't know what social engineering is, social engineering is, uh, how I'd put it, is the, the art of making people like you. That is, that was actually the first podcast I ever listened to. I believe it is called Social Engineering. Or, ah, dude, it's it's something like that. If you look up social engineering podcast, I'm sure it would pop up. They've got about 130 episodes in, and I believe they started just like me. You know, iPhone, Mike, iPhone, and their podcast has gone great. Pretty much, they talk about things that get people to like you, influence others by speech or body language I suppose but I really got into the whole social engineering thing because on that game I used to play that I was just talking about there's a game called Rune that RuneScape now an activity in this game was frowned upon 100% frowned upon I used to do it back in middle school it was called luring now essentially what you would do for luring is it's exactly what it sounds like you lure someone but what what did I get out of that the whole point of luring someone was you were getting somebody to trust you and you were manipulating them using social engineering so that they would bring all their expensive items into a dangerous place and then you could kill them for it and you could um, take their things and then their expensive items would become your expensive items. I look back on it, and yeah, I was a prick, but it's part of the game. It, it still is part of the game to this day. It's a little more bannable these days. Um, the company who runs the game, Jagex, looks into that kind of thing, and they'll actually put the ban hammer on you these days. Uh, I, I never got in trouble back in the day because it, the rules were so broad. The, the rule was item scamming. And technically it wasn't scamming. It was manipulation, I suppose. Which, as I look at it and think about it, it's 100% scamming. But they didn't have it specified in their rules, so I never had a problem with it whatsoever. So that's how social engineering. Uh, there's a Reddit, actually, that I enjoy. It's called act like you belong and the whole purpose of it is confidence that you can do so much with a little bit of confidence and a little bit of a game plan people post stories on the act like I belong page where it's as simple as that people act like they belong there was a video recently a guy just pretended to be a bouncer and was checking IDs outside of a bar and everyone complied to it because he, he, he was confident and he acted like he was supposed to be there. So people were handing him IDs and whatnot. Um, people, 
I got I got one of my headphones dangling here or something. Yeah, one of my headphones was dangling. It set my mic off position. Um, a, a lot of people use it to get free things on that website, like sneak into concerts. But it goes to show there's a lot you can do with a little bit of confidence just to get what you want. Um, some prime examples here are if you're trying to get into a restricted area, be carrying a whole bunch of boxes or something because someone's going to less likely check your ID if you're carrying a bunch of stuff because then you'd have to put it down, get out your ID. If you just walk past, um, the security wouldn't check you, which is actually kind of funny because when that guy was, that looked like my supervisor right next to me. He's got hashtag blessed on his window. It's not him, but just look like him um but when that guy posted that video of that security checkpoint at the bar the bouncer it's actually kind of funny because a guy with boxes just walked right by and the the guy that was faking being a bouncer never checked it and someone pointed that out in the comments section which i thought was very funny another thing that is uh a clipboard and a high-vis vest. You, you, you never, no one ever questions you. The best way to stay low-key is by being high-key. So if you wear that high-vis vest, people think you're an official person. If you got a clipboard, high-res vest, maybe a hard helmet if you're trying to get into like a construction place or something. Um, I know there's this YouTube channel yeah, he got really popular. I found him when he was really a small YouTuber. His name's Ali Law. He he's big on that whole high vis thing. He makes his own high vis vests, and he, he'll sneak into buildings. He'll go trespass, and does he get questions sometimes? But to the it's mainly by someone who is part of it as a onlooker like someone like me would I question someone in a area if they had a high-vis vest on probably not man all this talking got me eating this uh larabar real slow it's it's not half bad I wish it had a little more I like coconut flakes can't like on coconut cream pie, I believe coconut, that has like flakes of coconut. I love that. This, however, I feel like doesn't have it. It gets its coconut flavor. I'd have to relook at the the label, but I believe it gets its coconut flavor from the oil and not um, coconut itself. Maybe coconut's high in sugar or something because the whole point of this bar is it's kind of a healthy sports bar. And they actually they, they weren't on sale today, so I had to pay full price, one forty nine, as opposed to if they're on sale, you can get them for one dollar. Like I said in the other podcast, if if anybody who has a connection to Larabar is listening, please sponsor me. I love them. I'm just gonna go full sellout mode there. <laughs> but that's something I was thinking about last night, actually. Within these first 10 episodes, I kind of repeated myself a lot. And I think a big part of that is because I didn't have plans. Like, I I repeat myself by saying, oh, I'm going to get 10 episodes. I know what I'm doing and whatnot. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. But 
Go, 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 go. You want to go? Go, 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 go. You don't want to go? All right. All right. Well, I was going to let some guy go, but he, he clearly didn't want to cut over. So sometimes being the nice person on the road just makes you be like an asshole. I felt that was appropriate, though. It's not like I'm at a stoplight waving someone through. I'm just letting someone merge into my own. This car is hail damaged or... We're not really in the nicest part of town. Maybe it's gunshots. Gun, gunshots in the car. I don't know. It looks hail damage. Something like that. Let's go ahead and get into one more story that I have for you guys while I'm on my way to work here. I want to talk about my Russian friend, Vlad. Now, as most of you guys know, I have a fascination with Russia. I think their culture is really cool. I think their language sounds amazing. They have great music. The food looks delicious. It is 100% a place I want to visit in my lifetime. Not sure exactly where. St. Petersburg, definitely. I believe St. Petersburg... Does Saint, is St. Petersburg where the Kremlin is? Or is that Moscow? I forget. I'd like to go to either St. Petersburg or Moscow. I hear Sochi is a, also a great place. I haven't looked too much into that. Well, my friend Vlad, he's from Vladimir, Russia. Or as they would say, Vladimir. They, they stress it differently over in Russia. Well, I met this man. Let me, I'll go over the story of how I met this man. So I, I want to start learning Russian went over that in a uh, different podcast as well about why I wanted to start learning a language and I got into this WhatsApp group which I used to communicate with my other foreign friends. I got into this WhatsApp group and we talk about uh, it, it was it's a language exchange group so there's people in there that speak English that want to learn Russian and there's people in there that speak Russian that want to learn English so it's kind of a exactly what it is. It's an exchange group. You, I would teach a Russian user English, and in return, they would teach me some Russian, which it gets hard. But I got a random call one night on my WhatsApp. I'm like, I don't know who this is. I don't know who would be calling me. I answered it, and it, it's just Vlad. He goes, hello, man. Like, oh my God, who the heck are you? He, he doesn't speak very good English as well as I don't speak very good Russian. So it is hard to communicate, but we use Google Translate and we help each other out. His English has improved substantially as well as my Russian has improved substantially. But I still am nowhere near able to hold a conversation. I'm just able to understand a couple of things, maybe ask a question if I don't understand it. And we get through it. So our friendship is pretty unique, I would say. It's not someone I can, you know, text in English. But if I do text in English, he might need clarification on it. So it, it's, it's real cool. But we talk on occasion. And one night he, he, he called me and I actually missed his call. And... I got a text from him and he's like, man, I want to show you hobby of mine. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'd I, I love to see it. Uh, I totally didn't know what to expect here. 
Not, not one bit. Well, I end up calling him back. Man, I really don't know what time I start at work today. I might be really early. Anyways, I, I call him back. He answers. And he's in a parking lot. His wife is there. A bunch of his friends are there. He's like, hello, man. This is my hobby. And they're sitting there drifting in a movie theater parking lot in their cars. I guess he's really big into drifting. And I'm like, Vlad, what time is it there? It's really dark. It was 2.30 a.m. there. And he's in the parking lot with his wife and a bunch of friends. And they're, they're drifting cars in circles. They were messing with shopping carts. They were just... I don't know. They were having the time of their life. And I really respect that. It's, it's, uh, he's, he's very passionate about his car. Uh, actually, his car started smoking, too. So he, 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 I don't remember exactly what happened. Oh, Jesus. We got cars pulling into the... I forget what it's called. The, the safety place. You know how there's a white li- solid white line? People pulling in there because they're going too fast and don't want to rear in the car in front of them. But that's the kind of stories I, I get with Vlad. He, they do things different in Russia. And I think that is pretty awesome. I, I really hope I can visit one day. Um, he had a friend from Germany actually visit him. He, he picked him up from the airport and he just showed him around for a week. They had a good time. So that is something I want to definitely 100% do in the future is head on over to the great country of Russia. Everyone I have ever spoken to from that country has been extremely nice. Even though my Russian is god-awful, they appreciate an American trying to speak their language, their mother tongue. I don't expect none of them to speak any English. So when you meet a, when you meet a Russian that wants to learn English, though, it's pretty cool. He's, he's a good friend. I wish I spoke to him much more than I did. Well, I'm going to be at work here soon. My Lara bar is almost done. See, these Lara bars, they're not even that big. I'm just talking so much. Man, this is like a free sponsor for them. I'm going to have to get talking, man. Send me some Lara bars or something. I know I have zero viewers at this point, but that's because I'm not live. Oh, shit. We almost had to pull into the... This this merger right here is such a disaster because people try merging right while people are merging left because it turns off to another highway. So people are just morons. Like I, I suppose I was a moron in that point. But the guy in front of me did kind of break very hard even though he had a bunch of room. But as I was saying, we're going to end there. I want you guys to go out. I know we talked about confidence a little bit with that book. To go out, be confident, do something you've never done before. Be get in that's how you that's how you learn. You get out of your comfort zone. Once you get out of your comfort zone, just keep pushing that boundary of getting out of that comfort zone. Because eventually being out of your comfort zone will become your comfort zone. And life's good when you're able to speak to anyone, do whatever you want, say anything you want. Don't care about what others 
you got to just care what you think about yourself. And that's it. Don't let other people get to you. That's all I got for you. I appreciate you all joining me for episode 9. And I hope to see you back for an episode 10. See ya. Bye.